Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hi, guys. This episode of The Read is brought to you by Audible. Do you like to read as much as we do? Support Audible for supporting us by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read to get your 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. That's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D to get started for free. You'll find everything you're looking for and more. Get started with your new account today and let's get this show started. I'm Kid Fury. Oh, I'm Glenn Coco. Oh, well, I'm going to be, like, serious and dramatic. Why? Why are you being dramatic? Is it, like, a dramatic week? Um, well, I mean, yeah, but... This week has been god-awful. It has. It, it's been one for the record books, actually, in more ways than one. I mean, from Stevie J to <sighs> niggas not minding their business to George Dimmerman oh, and Christ. then Corey Monteith died. It's Talia Joy Castellano died. Bad, yeah. It has just been. It's been like a shit storm. It's just been like one shit plate after the other. It's been a hard week to be black and aware of race in America, but we're here anyway. How are you, all things considered? Yeah, not great. Yeah. Okay. Well, me either, but let's soldier on. So let's just talk about this case very quickly. Because oh. I don't want to, like, spend too much time on it. Okay. But. What? Like, I'm not even, like, upset. But I am. Because it's just, I mean, I won't say I'm not upset. I'll say I'm not, like, surprised. Right. I'm not at all surprised by the verdict. And I don't think that, I think a lot of people were just like, okay, that's what I figured. But we were still, like, I feel like the emotion that hit me, it's still felt like I I didn't see it coming. Right. And so I'm pissed and oh. I'm disgusted mm-hmm. and I'm ashamed. And I'm just at this point, girl, we need to do everything that we can to prevent this bullshit from from continuing. It's just like when when is it going to be over? Like every time some bullshit like this happens, all we as black people seem to do say you know oh well god's got it and you know he's the the most high and he's the top judge and jury and all that kind of stuff and then it continues to happen so at this point i feel as though god is saying that we need to take this into our own hands oh well all right in what way we just by doing take make taking measures and taking actions to stop this stuff first of all that stand your ground law is some fuck shit Right. But Florida's governor has already come out and said that there's no way he's repealing that law. So everybody in Florida better choose some ass and get glad because he's not going to change his mind about it. Like, 
Okay, so you're going to sit back. I mean, and it's not just Florida. I think 29 states yeah, have it. Yeah, a lot of states have yeah. it, but it seems to be Florida that can't get their shit together in terms yeah, of it. it seems to be Florida that takes the ridiculous cases and then just completely lets people off. And then the whole nation, you know, gets angry. I can remember some something like this happening in Oklahoma where a lady was like, listen, if you come in my house, it was like 3 a.m. And a man was drunk on her lawn. And she was like, if you come in here, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to shoot you. And then she did it. And she was like on the phone with 911. And then she started crying and all this. Anyway, there was no way she got in trouble for that. And I can understand the law in that sense. But right. people are obviously twisting it and manipulating. Exactly. I mean, the law itself is something like, you know, if if you're in a situation where you feel that you have to defend yourself, that you can take action without the obligation to run and and still consider that self-defense. Like, I think that that's what it's supposed to be, correct? So it's just kind of like, you can twist that in a way because the person that you just shot and killed can't tell their side of the story. Right. Well, the problem with this law is that, and, and the problem with most laws, is that they're not applied fairly across the board. The law only applies to black people or white people, depending on your perspective. But as far as being able to shoot and kill an unarmed teenager and then claim that you were in fear of your life because you stalked him down instead of staying in the fucking car like the police dispatcher told you to. And he decided to fight back because some scary ass motherfucker was following him and you get off for that. Like, it's just everybody is wrong. Everybody is to blame. And the entire case and just everything about it just really frustrates the fuck out of me to the point where I can't really speak about it without getting emotional. So. Well, let me just say that I'm completely disgusted by Florida and I understand a lot of people will not um, boycott Florida because they feel like that's going to negatively affect the minorities who I mean, honestly, it's mostly minorities who are working in the tourism industry there. And that's fine for you guys. But as far as I'm concerned, none of my money is going to Florida and not like that much of it was going anyway. But just I don't really the answer have is no. much of a choice in that matter because my family lives there. And right. I'm going to, not going to not go see my family, but. I mean, I'm just really just disgusted and shocked and ashamed. And it just took all my energy out of me. Like, I didn't want to do shit besides go to that rally. And that was actually the thing that really helped me to, to like, get my head clear again and, and brighten up a bit. Because right. it was really amazing to be out there among thousands and thousands of people from all kinds, all walks of life, all ages and, and genders and races and, and, you know, all out there supporting the same cause and fighting for justice. And it was really, really powerful and amazing. And, you know, it helped me to feel just a little bit better, but we still got a lot of work to do. Yeah. The work is not done. The work is actually not even really begun. So, um, as, as developments continue to come in and as opportunities to protest and make a difference in your communities come about. Kid Fury and I will be starting to pass those along to you guys. But as it is, just, I don't know, y'all. One thing I will say before we continue is, girl, don't tell me no shit about none of these jurors or Don West or any of these motherfuckers on TV, what they're doing and what they're saying, because they're trying to turn into stars and I'm not here for it. Like each and every single one of those motherfuckers can eat a dick. I don't want to hear about anything. I'm glad they snatched that book deal from juror B15 or B5 or whatever the fuck. B37. Like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of my face. Shout out to Twitter, actually, because Twitter 
Twitter yeah. shut that down. Twitter. I think her Twitter name is More and Again. Shout out to her because she started that whole petition that got the whole thing shut yeah. down. So, I mean, all it's going to take is one racist book publisher to re-sign her and that'll be, you know. Yeah, that'll be that. But at least somebody did something. But I think they said that she says she doesn't even want to do it anymore. She's lying. She is lying. So, but uh, I will definitely address this again later in the show. This is part of my read, so... I mean, no, it's no big deal because it's not even I'm not even really addressing this particular part of it. But it's just I don't know. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to have to deal with. Well, we're going to continue and do the show anyway and try. Yeah, Now that we've got that horribly depressing (laughs) shit out of the way. way. If you're not completely sad right now, (laughs) let's just let's laugh. Okay, let's laugh it out. Let's do that. So first things first in our pop culture shit, we've got a Chris Brown update. Yay. Well, I always give him. these yays, and I'm always lying like shit. Every Anytime time. I say yay, I mean the exact fucking opposite of yay. I'm always, like, depressed. What is it? What the fuck did Chris Brown do now? Well, his probation was revoked. Um, Stemming from that whole hit-and-run drama he had. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I think we did. Anyway, yeah, I think so. But he hit that lady's car or something, and then there was this whole hoopla about how he gave her... Like fake insurance info and yeah, all that and all that stuff. And you know, we kind of ended up finding out that it was like really stupid and it wasn't really a big deal. But they still revoked his probation for that shit. And I think it's mostly because his license was not valid. I have no idea why. Like I'm not sure either. I just know that it, they they're saying it has to do with that whole hit and run case. And so now he had to go to court and. You know, they just revoked it. He has to go back to to court on August 16th or something like that. And then they're going to decide whether or not he really violated his probation. And if he did, he could spend up to four years in prison. Yeah, right. This is I'm just so bored of Chris Brown. Like he is boring. His whole storyline is boring. It's tired. It's predictable. He keeps doing the same shit over and over. I don't care anymore. I don't give a shit what happens to him. I do not. Chris Brown could get hit by a taxi in the middle of Times Square and die instantly, and I would not give a frozen fuck about it. I'm <laughs> over him as a person. Like, how do you keep fucking up? You continuously fuck up. After this one major fuck up before the Grammys, you continuously fuck up over and over and over, and your music is shit, so I just don't care. I don't care what happens to him. Go to prison. Whatever. <laughs> I just, what? Ugh, whatever. Like, I don't, I can't. I feel I kind of feel bad for him in this in 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 this instance. I kind of feel bad because this is like one thing that was clearly like not that big of a deal compared to all of the other things he's done compared to the time where he was out there cussing that valet man out compared to, you know, all the bullshit he's gone through with his neighbors and all of that stuff. And it's like his probation was never revoked all of those other times and it's like now it just to me is well kind of funny. i mean how many times can you fuck up while on probation before somebody finally says okay go to jail <laughs> like regular people you on probation nigga you better walk a straight line because they will throw your ass in jail so the fact that chris brown has repeatedly been in trouble and well, hasn't had to go back to prison or go to prison at all you know what it makes me think of you remember when this is amazing. You remember when T.I. had got out of jail and then he got on that like party yes. bus or something? Yes. And those people were like, hold on, wait a minute. We didn't we didn't discuss this. No. Come back. We told you <laughs> nobody said first of all, T.I. got a j- got out of jail and then he and Tiny got pulled over in LA like 
a week later, maybe. Oh, that. shit. That and too. And then he went to jail. And then he got out and he was on that party bus and like taping his VH1 show or whatever. And, and like, like two hours later. Nobody told you you could bring a party bus to the halfway house. Like it was just. Like, girl, you have to you have to come back now. So when it's like, yeah, after a while. After a while, people just like, get girl, tired of you. Right, yeah. It's time for you to come on and sit right down in here. I'm not a Chris Brown fan in any sense of the word. So whatever. Let them white folks do whatever they want. Whatever. So the other update that we have is Jay-Z, who just hit number one on Billboard. Congratulations. For Magna Carta Holy Grail. Yeah. And sold like over 500,000 copies in his first week, aside. Aside from his from million. the million that he <laughs> sold to Samsung. And it's like his, his 13th number one, which yeah. makes him like the most, the top selling solo act ever, only behind the Beatles and. Yeah. You know, he's just sickening. He's just iconic at this point. Congratulations, Mr. Carter. Exactly. I still love that album. I play it continuously, 24-7. And he and Young Blue and Miss Beyonce are up in Toronto today being rich. Yeah. Just being rich and, Beyonce, and Blue Ivy's just looking gorgeous. Just She's just such a cute little girl. And right behind Jay-Z this week on the Billboard 200 is Sierra. What? What does that mean? Sierra. Sierra what? Like the person. Sierra the I don't I don't follow what you're saying. Did There's she a musician named Sierra? <laughs> I just I don't know. She had an album come out? Girl, yeah. No, she didn't. <laughs> don't <laughs> act like you are not there in line for the body party, bitch. They put the wristband bitch, on your Bitch, don't try me. And you were there for body party. Yes, you were. No, the fuck I was Bitch, you were in VIP at the body party. Ooh, look at these lies you're telling on me. So, no, but you know that song. So what you thought you I do know that song, out? but I know that song because of that horrible ass video. And do you know what's wrong with the body party video? It actually would have been great, except for that little skit in the middle. I hated that. Where voice. Future comes out and they have that awkward ass, terrible you conversation. You know Future is? No, somebody had to tell me. Of course. And um, Sierra says something like, I noticed you looking at me or whatever. And Future says, yeah. It doesn't even matter what he said. It was just bad. No, it matters because he said, yeah, you're not hard to miss. And I'm positive. I'm 100% sure that that's not what he meant to say. You are looking crazy right now, but when you go home, watch the body party video because he says you're not hard to miss, which means that it is extremely easy for, for him to, to not, not notice you. you. Right. And so I'm just like... I didn't catch that. I caught it the very first time the video that I saw the video and I said, wait a minute. Like, I just knew I was wrong, right? So I like <laughs> rewound it and listened again. And I was like, there's no way. I like wrote it down and read it several times to make sure that I wasn't wrong about this. But And he's a songwriter. How many people were on that set and nobody said, hey, hey girl. So, by the way, <laughs> let's discuss this. This is just like when Trey Song said, I'm going to beat your body like a Congo in that damn song. What's it called? I don't know. I'm a, it's your birthday. Uh, uh, say I. And say I. Trey, Are you sure it was that one? Yeah. Yeah, I, it is. And he says. I confuse all his first singles because they're always about alcoholism. Well, so, I don't know which one it's. He it's said he was going to beat that girl's body like a Congo, which, first of all, doesn't sound fun. But secondly, the Congo is not a drum. It's a place, is it not? <laughs> yes, the Congo is a region. The Conga is a drum. The Bongo is a drum. But the Congo. Oh, the Conga. <laughs> I knew that it reminded me of a drum. What? 
Because when I thought, like, when he said that, for some reason, I always thought of, like, the Congo and, like, then the movie Congo. And then I would think of gorillas. <laughs> and then I would think of, like, how gorillas pound things. What kind of weird ass word? So I thought he meant, like, like, a gorilla pounds things. Wow. You, I really That did. was a reach like a motherfucker. That was such a reach. I mean, I'm not really sitting here like, I never really thought about it. Anyway, he got mad when I pointed that out to him on Twitter. This was a, whenever that song came out. And he was like, you don't know what you're talking about. The Congo is a drum. And I was like, are you sure, sis? And then he, no, yeah, that. I did. Yeah, I did. And then he like, you really I did. have a deal with the word. And then he like searched the word Congo. Like he Googled it to see if it was <laughs> And to this day, when I bring that story up, some raggedy ass Trey songs. Remember when all the girls on Twitter had like songs up in their Twitter name? A lot of them still do. Oh, God. Girl, why? Does he even still make music? Anyway, he looked it up to make sure I wasn't lying. And then I think he blocked me. But whatever. Words mean things. Who wrote that song? How does how do I that's this is what I don't understand about this process. So many people are involved and nobody said, wait a minute. That's not Beyonce said conversate. Conversate is a word as of 2011, so stay mad. Wait, what? Look it up. Who the fuck let that shit slip through the cracks? Listen, that's none of my business. The point is that it's now, I don't use it because I don't like the way it sounds, but technically conversate is a word now. Well, that's up. just gross. I know. We're being geeks. We're being like word geeks right now, but yeah. Anyway, the point of Sierra is number two. Oh, number wow. <laughs> How do we get all the way because there? Because who gives a shit about Sierra being number two? On- she- no, this album is cute. She- it's so really her cute. album is number two? Yeah, the album just came out Wait. like this past week. And it's number two. So She's Jay- promoting the fuck out of okay, it. Okay, but wait a minute. Jay-Z is number one with half a million sold. Sierra is number two with 57,000 sold? 59,000. Whatever. Yeah. So you're trying to tell me the number one spot is 500,000 and the number two spot is 59,000? Well, that's because the girls need to be buying albums. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Why is there such a... I don't know. That's an unjustifiable gap. Like, did no white people come out with music? Why? What? Yeah, because the country girls, they slay those charts, bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If Carrie Underwood was to put out an album last week, oh, hello, yeah, that would girl, be that. bitch. But are you trying to tell me that this is this is the Billboard overall. It's not like Billboard Urban. No, girl. It's like the charts charts. Wow. Okay. Well, my fucking mind is blown. But you know what is so fucking funny? Like, I read it on Billboard.com, and they, like, they like shaded the fuck out of her. Because, you know, the, like, this is her best, like, this is the best performance that she's done since um, Fantasy Ride, which only sold 81,000 in the first week. That's fun. And that album was horribly reviewed. And so they were like, oh, so like the way they wrote it was just like, so girl, it's like her fourth <laughs> album to be in top three or whatever. The only one that never made it was Basic Instinct, which sold like nothing. Yeah. Like it was just so shady. But Those it was like, Billboard okay, like something else. Sierra is a great performer and you're making steps forward, bitch. And you, you keep it, you keep it level. Those girls at Billboard are a little bit shady when, um, I love it. I do too. When Azealia Banks was, oh. got in all that trouble for saying all that stuff she said about Perez Hilton, Billboard, Hilton Billboard was like, you don't even have an album. Like, we don't even know who you are. So maybe chill on all the fag talk. So shout out to Billboard, whoever's running your oh, social I media. That. Yeah, that was funny as hell. I saw that. Shout out to y'all because y'all are hilarious. They're great. <laughs> so speaking of Jay Z, okay. Timblin had an interview with Revolt. Mm-hmm. 
And he talked about, actually, he, he talked in an interview previously about how he and Jay-Z had this falling out in 2009 or something. Mm-hmm. And it was over something petty. And they haven't really said exactly quite what it was. But, you know, even Jay-Z in, in a few interviews was talking about it and said that, you know, they met up when I think Beyonce was recording her album. I think. And they met up and they just kind of became cool again. And so now, in this interview that was posted today, yes, Timberlake said that he and Carrie Hilson <laughs> recorded a song. I think they're saying. I think he said the name of the song is "Sorry," and it's basically like his apology to Jay Z, right? And Carrie Hilson's apology to Beyonce. For the shade record that yeah. came out when Harry met Sally. For Turning Me Off, which that was the remix of Turning Me On. They're still insisting was not about Beyonce. Carrie Hilson, to this day, insists that that song was not about Beyonce. Girl. Like, I'm going to just let you have it this time. But you, like, quoted Irreplaceable, so. you What the fuck did you think we were going oh, to think? Oh, girl, And whatever. even after the song came out and all of the beehives stung your face swollen, bitch. <laughs> You still did not come out and say, hey, girl, I wasn't talking about her. Like, she blamed it on on what the what's the nigga that look like Timon? Um, what? Polo the Don. She oh, blamed it all on shit. Polo the Don. Why didn't you just say, hey, girl? So um, I wasn't talking about her. I mean, I think eventually she tried to do that in interviews, but it was just far too late. Nobody cared. And she clearly did come for Beyonce. Like how? What? You I said don't even care anymore. The- like I'm over the whole Carrie Hilson thing. I just think that this particular record is going to be funny as hell. I want to hear it so bad. Like, like I have to hear it now. I don't even give a shit about Timbaland's like verses or whatever. I want to hear whatever <laughs> Carrie Hilson is saying on that hook. Because I just, I just have, I need to know if it's a real apology, if it's like, girl, I came for your wig and I'm so sorry, can I please have a career again? Or is it like, your fans need to leave me alone because I couldn't even say it, Beyonce, you need to be nice. Is it going to be something like that? Like, I want to know <laughs> <laughs> what kind of apology are we dealing with? Is it a real one or is I it just like some bullshit? I think it's funny that either way, Beyonce has heard it. <laughs> Like, that's the best part because you know that she has. I didn't even really know that Jay-Z and Timlin, like, weren't getting along for all these, all these years. It really recently talked about it, like, maybe a month or so ago. Like, it's not, like, old news. Right. Like, they're cool now. Well, I mean, but he was saying that he missed Jay-Z's 40th birthday, which I think was three years ago. Right. Or running up on probably three and a half years ago. So, it seems like this has been going on for a while. And Jay-Z... Well, since 2009. Yeah. In his own interview, he was saying that it was like an ego thing. Like Kanye wanted to bring Timbaland in to work on the project and Timbaland like kind of had an ego about it. And Jay-Z was saying that when it comes to working on music, you know, yeah, we're all global superstars, but you need to check that shit at the door and get in here and get this damn work done. So I'm just glad I'm glad they patched it up and everybody's friends again. That's fun. Beyonce heard it. Okay, well. Maybe she's forgiving Carrie Hilson. That's why Carrie Hilson has a man and seems happy on Instagram now. I think that that's probably the first Carrie Hilson song she's ever heard. <laughs> why are you such a bitch? Beyonce is not that terrible. Or like Timbaland played it and she was like, 
Oh, what's this girl's name again? <laughs> you are such a stan. Uh. <laughs> no, I really hope that this works out for Carrie Hilson and that the, the stands forgive her and she can prosper because she makes good music. No, she doesn't. Okay, girl. Well, we can just She's agree, had a disagree. couple of good songs, but I wouldn't say her catalog In is In a perfect good world. Oh, God. All of y'all stand for that. And it's just not that great. All right. Fine. Whatever. Speaking of Beyonce. She Bitch, you just gonna- <laughs> Bow down for the first time. In Houston, Texas. In Houston, Texas. That was a horrible, horrible Texas accent. But yeah. yes, she did. And it was cute. I... When, I, when the clip came out, I was just like, oh, Beyonce. Like, like I, just, I didn't, like, go up for it. She only performed, like, yeah, two it was seconds like, of Right, it. it was, like, 15 seconds of Bow Down, but... It seemed like a transition back into Diva or something. Yeah, but it was good. I liked it. I liked the moment at the beginning where she had the dancers put their, like, their Bow their Down Bow pictures, pictures That was and cute. And each one of them said, like, some stupid, like, rumor or something that was about going up about her. And the last one was, she knows she's lying. She nearly had that baby. Right. I just love that Beyonce was like like suck my dick right. like that's how it felt <laughs> like y'all been talking all this shit but girl I'm me and you're you so the conversation is over like it's pretty much done I win and I really love that she did it for the first time in her hometown yeah cause it's like a Houston song I knew she was gonna do something special for Houston and, and the Houston fans are special they showed out those pictures on her Tumblr, they made like a third war trill sign and And it like matched her, her Yeah, and it matched suit. her blue sparkly thing. Yeah. The Houston fans love her. They you went know, the fuck up. More than I think everybody else does. They're they definitely feel a special connection to her. And it looks like it was a good time. So. Did you see the boy who caught the Holy Ghost? I did. And when I say <laughs> caught the Holy Ghost, he was like shaking like and he trembling. Was literally he fell out. Like he got his life. And let me tell you something. Beyonce held my hand at Revel. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I told you, like... Yeah, because you would not shut up about it for, like, months. I had a panic attack. Like, <laughs> I could not breathe for a second. Like, the the bitch in the pit was like, girl, are you okay? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's Beyonce. Okay. Why do you keep calling her Beyonce? That's I don't know. My friend time. back in Miami says it. Hey, Candace. So, listen. <laughs> okay. Last story. Oh, okay. Trashy. How trashy? Like... On yes. a scale of Selena Gomez to Amanda Bynes. Woo! I didn't know that's where you were going with the 10. I almost <laughs> forgot about that bitch. So we're swirling in down to like an 8. Because okay. we're talking about Chris Jenner. Because she ain't that goddamn bitch. Uh, you might want to bump that up to a strong 8.9. 8.8.5. Because Chris Jenner is 8.85. Chris Jenner is... Oh my God. Anyway. So let me tell you. Whoa. Ugh. She's like the only one worse than Kim Kardashian. Yeah, she's like the only one that's worse. The but only... then at the same time, I look at her and she's like, like Shredder or like some like or like the Joker. <laughs> like she's like just like a magnificent villain because you can like, you're the worst, but damn, you're good. Like yeah. she's just like. So listen, this is what this bitch did. Apparently, some doofus work doofus. gave her a talk show for what called Chris. I'm assuming that it airs on E. I don't because you know, like they have that whole cult. Yeah, that e goes owns on them. There. Mm-hmm. So, in promotion or in a, a like basically as a publicity stunt for her little talk show, she posted up a, a picture on Instagram of her holding a baby. Yes, and then she captioned it by saying, "You never know who will stop by our show today." Hashtag Watch Chris. Now, clearly, you are implying like. You're going to show us this baby. Right. Or 
even if you, you like, I'm sure she was like, oh, girl, we're just going to have all these people. Like, all these bitches can hold my nuts. Like, you know, everyone <laughs> is thinking that that's Northwest. That this is your grandchild now. Right. Baby was all swaddled and up even, in some right. feathery purple thing. And it kind of looked a little swarthy about the head. Like, it might be a little mixed. Yeah, it might be a little right. ethnic, So baby. you look at the picture and you think that could be Northwest. And even if you're questioning it, you know, a few people are going to. Just go and check and see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. And so, of course, it wasn't Kanye's damn daughter. Of course not. And it was actually her stylist, Monica's baby named Salvador. And then they found, like, the, the picture of the actual baby. Cutest fucking Right. Thing Adorable ever. baby, but not Northwest. But not Northwest. <laughs> and nobody has time for your fake-ass shenanigans, miss. Like... <laughs> Like, no one has time for your bullshit, bitch. Like, you're already, like, this multi-million dollar, like, you're the head of this empire. Like, couldn't you just trust that people are gonna watch it? Like, did you have to do this bullshit, bitch? Like, shit. She's really, like, pimping this child's, like, existence. Not even the actual baby, but the existence of this child. Right. For more money. And it's just gross. Well, listen, if you thought that Kris Jenner was gonna debut that baby on some cable daytime talk show, you are a pure fucking fool. Of course, but at the same time... People are fools. That's first. <laughs> and secondly, the fact that you would even play these kinds of games, it's just right. so gross to me. Like, it's just, it's disgusting. And she knows. We've seen that bitch on TMZ and all the other blogs walking alongside Kanye while he's looking at the cameraman saying, bitch, don't talk. Right. Not don't talk to me, but don't speak. <laughs> like, he literally is talking to yeah. a grown-ass adult saying, do not open your mouth and don't, let any sound come out Don't of it. talk to me or anyone I know. Or anybody around <laughs> Kanye me. Kanye is fed the fuck up. So the fact, like, you know how he feels about this baby and about Kim. Like, I just think it's so dumb to do this for ratings for your little whack-ass talk show. And no one, I don't, like, what are you even talking about? I find it hard to believe that Kim signed off on that. I mean, let me rephrase that. I would find it hard to believe if it was anybody but Kim Kardashian. Like, I feel like anybody else would have been like, Mama, do not exploit my baby or like the idea of my baby for ratings. Oh, no. Like, I don't think that Kim has a problem with it. I'm sure that it probably I'm sure Kanye felt a certain kind of way about it. But I don't think that Kim gave a fuck at all. Like, I don't think Kim has any say anything in her life like I smooth thing Chris is like bitch I made you let me like let me explain you can't move away from the mic no I got so passionate because I really feel like that's like I feel like if Kim even even just like mutters anything out of turn Chris looks at her and is like bitch I gave all of this to you bitch did you forget our agreement you signed it in blood like you just exactly Exactly like on some still skin shit like bitch you probably Chris Jenner is not born. asking no goddamn questions about your firstborn bitch she's telling you how this is going to work Woo! and that's the goddamn end of it <laughs> Jesus Chris Jenner is like she's like she's Satan like she's a mess I, yeah if you want a really like exploitative life in reality TV you need to find some way for Chris Jenner to be in charge of you because she will get it done you may have to sign your soul over to Satan but you will have a career however fleeting in reality television so Will and Jada pay attention this is your baby (laughs) right please get him save him now before it's too late y'all have got to snatch Jaden back from Satan's clutches because he's ever so close to going to hell with them people close Lord do you want to talk about Black BuzzFeed? Yeah, why not? So, 
So BuzzFeed.com is this website that I don't even know, like, the whole entire extent of the blog, but I think it covers, like, damn near everything. Yeah, it's like an everything blog. It's it's everything. But they're most famous for their, you know, their numbered posts where it's like 20 things your cat does when you're not looking. Yeah, like random shit. Five ways it's creepy if your dad touches your butt or things like that. Right. And they usually have lots of funny gifts and it's a cute site and everybody goes on it for that sort of thing. Mostly. So today, some genius. Yeah. Created a hashtag called Black BuzzFeed. And it was basically just everyone going. And you know what? Niggas needed this. Like we needed this. We had a hard week. We it had a just, really rough It was just week. rough to be us this week, goddammit, and we needed to laugh. So they created this hashtag called Black BuzzFeed, and it was just this list of all of these like fake BuzzFeed titles yes. that would would have happened if there was like a black version. Right. So I just want to share a few. Please do. So <laughs> here we go. Here we go. One of my favorites was Tina Marie and seven other white singers we thought were black. <laughs> I can't see already. Already. I want to share some of mine because I thought that I did a rather good oh, job. Oh, okay. Go ahead and blow yourself up. Don't do that, bitch. If it wasn't a puppy, what was it? Investigating the monster from Martin. <laughs> now, you remember. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. The ones Everybody every- knows what we're talking about. Black people. That's, that's a, the best part. That's the we best all part because we get it. Everybody else doesn't. I did just cut it all off. How to live your life. Uh, how to stop living your life edgeless. Um, Robert said 20 reasons your grandma is not going to cut the air conditioning on. Um, I stay mad on Twitter said five ways I wish a nigga would. Yeah. That was good. That yes. was a good one. It was just overall a really fun time. I did like a button mash and said seven ways um, to tweet like Stevie Wonder. And that's when I knew that I should stop. Yeah. Yeah, when you start making jokes about blind people, it's time for you to log off the internet and go the fuck home, Kifuri. Anyway, BuzzFeed actually featured it like on their main website. Yeah, they did. Which I'm glad they were very cautious in the way that they handled it. Yeah, that. they were. And they didn't, you know, join in. But A lot of white people were like, this is funny, even though I don't really get it. Right, which was actually <laughs> one of the BuzzFeed tweets. It was just really great. So you should go on over to BuzzFeed and check out the list they made of all of like the best ones. It's really hilarious. Yeah, or bitch. check out the hashtag on Twitter because it was actually like... Yeah, it was just it's just flawless. Dying. I didn't participate because I was like swamped at work, but it was hilarious. Yeah. And it was, we we needed this laugh. Go, so go get Negroes. Your All right. Are we That's done? It. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. So we have to come back and remind you to get your reading in check because clearly that's all we're about. So make sure that you go on over to audiblepodcast.com slash read and get you a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial because they've got tons and tons of audiobooks in their collection that you should definitely like. I personally consider myself a rather voracious reader. And so I love Audible because you can play audiobooks on so many different devices. They've got stuff for your Kindle. And the great thing about the Kindle is that you can switch back and forth between listening and reading without losing your place. You can read on your iPhone, all kinds of different devices. Like I told you guys a few times before, I'm learning Spanish through Audible. Just search for Learn Spanish and the book will pop right up. You can find it all on Audible, whatever you're looking for. Log on right now to take advantage of our special offer. It's a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. All you have to do is log on to audiblepodcasts.com slash R-E-A-D to claim it. 
and make sure that you read the four agreements i'm sure i've mentioned it. you have you must like stand for that book amazing book so go audiblepodcast.com slash r-e-a-d go get your life now let's get back to the show okay so it's time for us this is quickly becoming my favorite part of the really? program, actually. <laughs> That's Our crazy. Letters. Yeah. All right. Cool. It's just, you never know what it, every week is like. Yeah, scary. it's like a bag of fuckery and you just never know what bullshit I'm going to pull out of here. So what's going on? As always, send in your questions to com. We have another update from Jay, who is like our by far most epic listener. Oh. Jay is the one who caught his baby mama lying about the paternity of his child and then he confronted them a couple of weeks ago and that was straight out of a Shonda Rhimes show. So Jay emailed us back and said, since I last wrote, my ex and my whole ass friend have been calling and texting my phone off the hook. Of course, I ignored them because ain't nobody got time for that. But apparently they heard about my story being read on the read and they weren't happy about it. Oh, well. (laughs) They called themselves confronting me by showing up at my place unannounced. So I answered the door in my drawers and let them in. Before they even tried to throw out some attitude, I shut them both down and said, I don't want to hear your shit because whatever you need to say, you should have said it the second you felt like you needed to fuck each other. Not only did you sleep with my best friend, you got pregnant and I found out the son is I found out that our son isn't ours. You didn't even care enough to find out. I don't need an explanation. Mm. Yeah. Jay went off and said to homeboy, you threw away 16 years of friendship. Now get the fuck out of my house. To my surprise. And then what? Ciao. Keep it going. To my surprise, they both said no, and homeboy got loud. I went to my room and grabbed my nine, and before what the fuck, and before I got out of my room, they got out of my house. Hopefully, they got the message and won't be bothering won't be bothering me anymore. And by the way, the gun wasn't loaded. I took the clip out and emptied the chamber, so nobody was gonna get shot. Maybe pistol whipped, but not shot. Jay, you are everything. Jay, listen. (laughs) Now listen, Jay. (laughs) <laughs> no, like I stand for him. Yeah, I know you do. Jay is like Kim Fury's like your biggest fan. I'm just I'm completely here. I'm I'm eighty percent here for what you're doing, Jay. I think at this point it's kinda like when Beyonce told the Beehive, you know, I appreciate it, but just settle down a little. It was a it was going a little far to go get the nine out of your room. Even if you, you wouldn't go shoot nobody. That's not the point. It's going a little far to go get a weapon designed to kill people. So just simmer down, Jay. Like that's don't let people push you to that point. You've you've definitely made your point clear. They should most certainly leave you alone. But, you know, just don't go grabbing at weapons, even if they aren't loaded. Oh, well, fine. If any of you other fun people have sense, in, you're like disappointed. Like, man. No, because you're right. You can't brandish a weapon. No, like, no. No, you're right. Yeah. So, if anybody else has sent in a question, you know we want to hear back from you. Please email us your updates. But let's move right on to the questions we have for this week. So, our first letter comes from Monique, and she says, My friend Hakeem recently graduated from college, and as a graduation gift, his boyfriend Jordan bought and gave the three of us Beyonce tickets. However, after graduation, Jordan and Hakeem broke up. I'm good friends with both of them, but my loyalty lies with Hakeem. See? After they broke up, Jordan texted me and said that he was selling all three tickets. Shit. The text specifically read, I don't owe you or Hakeem shit, so y'all need to meet me somewhere to give me my motherfucking tickets back. <laughs> I texted him back and said, okay, girl, fuck you. <laughs> After talking with mutual friends about the situation, many of them think I should give my ticket back. I don't think I should because he only wants a ticket back out of spite. And bitch, it's Beyonce. I just need to know from sensible people, should I give the ticket back 
for him to sell or should I read him for even having the gall to ask? That's a real good question. It is. What should you do in a situation like this? First of all, see, that's why all that mixing and mingling of relationship and friendship and how it gets complicated, girl. And ooh, bitch. <laughs> this is why you don't let your friends get buddy-buddy with your boo. Don't fucking do- Thank you. Because now look at this bullshit. Anyway, I don't even know. Like, personal me, I think I would give the ticket back. You would? I think so. For the fuck what? Because I just feel like, first Girl. of all, you're not going to try me. And secondly, I don't want you like, I don't want anybody holding anything over my fucking head. What did you not going to try me even mean in this context? Like, no, bitch, you bought a Beyonce ticket. It was a gift. You gave it to me. It's my ticket. I'm not giving that shit back. Literally everyone I've spoken to is like, bitch, this concert's amazing. I loved it. It was like seeing Jesus ride a unicorn. I'm never going to forget it. It was the best day of my life. Beyonce sweated on me. And then I started to prosper in life. Bitch, I'm not giving that up because you mad over a failed relationship. You're going to have to get the fuck over it. How about you sell your ticket? Because you could probably make a profit on it. And then some random stranger can sit with me and Hakeem. But bitch, I'm going to that show. So wait, the friend is the one who's asking whether to give it you back. You literally or not. never listen. So, no, I'm listening. I heard. I'm just saying. The friend is the one who's asking to give the ticket back. And I'm thinking about it. And it's just like, well, girl, because they broke up, that shouldn't have anything to do with you. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, I was thinking about it more so in the in the lane of like if this is the person that I was dating, but I don't know. Like that's just gross and complicated, but I don't know. If it was like if two of my friends were dating and my friend's boyfriend or girlfriend gave me a Beyonce ticket, it was my only means of getting to that Beyonce concert, and then they broke up and he wanted my ticket back or she wanted my ticket back, I don't think I would. Right. Because Well, first of all, I, I wouldn't ask for it back it. because that's tacky. Like, it's tacky to buy a present for somebody and then be like, oh, well, we broke up, so give it back. In whatever context. Like, you meant it when you bought it. Shit went sour. Oh, well, that's a risk you run when you buy somebody something that's going to be used at a later date. So it's tacky to ask for a present back. But if you even have the motherfucking nerve to ask me for a Beyonce ticket back, bitch, you're going to get your feelings hurt because I'm going to laugh so long and so hard at you under no circumstances will I ever like no 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 tell him tell him I said tell him Crystal said Jordan get the fuck over it sell your own damn ticket if it makes you that mad but girl I'm going to this show and you just gonna have to be pissed about it well okay I wouldn't so you really would you would give the ticket back I think that if I, I was find dating that so difficult no no to no believe. If I was dating the person, then I would give it back. If I was the friend, I would not give it back. Okay. Definitely. Because if I was dating the person, I feel like pride would have a lot to do with it. It's just a little bit more complicated. But if I'm just the innocent friend who's sitting on the sideline, you gave me this sickening ticket to go see fucking Beyonce, and then all of a sudden y'all two niggas decide that you want to break up, bitch, you want my ticket back, girl? No. <laughs> so you think Monique should go to the show by herself? De- yes! <laughs> With two empty seats next to you that you could put. They in your- ain't gonna be empty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Them six is gonna get sold. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be there. Yeah, someone's gonna buy it's it. It's a little weird, I think, to go to a. Well, I don't want to say weird, but I think I would be uncomfortable going to a concert alone, and that's strange because I like doing things by myself. But I would never have a problem going to. You know, it's weird because I don't like going to like the move. No, I can go to the movies alone. I don't like going to the club alone, but I have no problem going to a concert. I don't alone. like going to the club at all. 
So, yeah, alone well, or with a group. That's fine. I despise the club. I'm speaking for me. That's mostly because I, the club here in New York and all of my gay-ass friends, I'm always at some gay-ass club, and it's always the definition of the fucking most. It's always somebody with their balls hanging out and glitter all over their thighs and sweat and, like, ecstasy and that oomph music and just, oh, that's God, it's always so fucking much. G Lounge is free, and for what I don't reason, even care. Like whatever. The girls always want to. No, go it's there. all of them. It's all of the gay places y'all take me. It's that other place that I don't know. It's that boxers place. It's all of those places y'all make me go, and I'm always just like, why do I do this? Like I just hate it. But anyway, this is completely off topic. The point is that I would have told. I him, would go to a concert by myself, especially if it's a Beyonce concert. I'm not worried about who the fuck is behind or in front of me. If I've got my ticket, bitch, I will be there. I don't need to know. I'll make friends when I goddamn get there, bitch. Right. I don't have no. Yeah, I will go all alone. <laughs> That's fine. Well, Monique, I guess we don't agree on this one, but the one thing we do agree on is that you should go to the show. Now, whether Hakeem goes with you is kind of up in the air, but girl, don't get that ticket back. Okay. It's Beyonce. All right. All right. Second letter is from G, and she says, I'm a 27-year-old single mother who has been in a nine-year off-and-on relationship with my child's father. When it's good, it's great, but when it's bad, it's horrible. He tends to be very possessive and claims I'm controlling. I just want to bring him up with me and create a family and a happy environment for my little girl. When we argue, names and insults start flying in my direction. Then the next day, it's as if nothing happened on his part. When my daughter was born, we were not sure of the paternity, but it has since been clarified with testing. I believe that is being held against me. I just want my daughter to have both parents like I did, but I know love is not a lot enough. Should I just let that go and move on to better myself for my daughter and I, or do you think trying one more time with counseling will help? Well, damn. Did she say something without saying something, or did I miss it? What are you talking about? Because she said that she they weren't sure and they got this paternity test. Did she say what the results were? I mean, obviously, the results are that he's the father, or else I'm sure he would not still be around. Oh, okay. So what's his problem? Why is he this way? I don't know. Maybe he's mad because it was even an issue. Apparently, it's an off-and-on relationship. So maybe when they were off, you know, she diddled a couple of dudes, a few dudes, Within a month's time, and so when you get pregnant, you just not all that sure who the daddy is. It happens. You're assuming a lot for this woman's life. I'm not. Ass- I no. I am listening to what is being read, and so I mean, if you, she said that there was doubts about the paternity, so they got a paternity test. Yeah, but she didn't say that. She just had all these niggas. In I didn't say it was all these niggas, but it was clearly more than one. Okay. Okay. I'm not calling you a hoji. Golly. No, because you're making it seem like I'm calling her a hoe, and I'm not. I must just not be processing. I'm not calling you a hoe. (laughs) Well, so he's just being a dickhead then. Right. So she says, like, when the relationship is great, then it's, you know, phenomenal. But when it's bad, it's horrible, and he's possessive and says that she's controlling, which seems like, you know, him projecting his issues onto her. Oh, girl, I hate that. Yeah. So listen, I've been in a situation like this before. Thankfully, not with children involved, because I think that would be just all the more complicated. But I've definitely been in a relationship with someone who's possessive and controlling and wants to, like, run my life. And but we had that same dynamic, like when the relationship was great, it was just like amazing. And then when it was horrible, it was the worst shit ever. So 
And and that didn't end up very well. <laughs> we ended up breaking up and it was a really horrible breakup and everything was just like really violent and terrible. So I would advise you to just get out now, girl. It's been nine years and he still doesn't have his shit together. Y'all have a baby and everything yeah. and he still doesn't give a fuck. So your number one priority at this point is your child. And it's better for your child to see both of your parents, both of, of her parents, like raising her and happy and separate than them together and getting on each other's nerves and arguing and all that kind of stuff, in right. my opinion. No, I totally agree. So just, I I would say the same thing. Get out now and just try your best to be, you know, great parents to your child and get along for her sake. And that's that. Nine years of up and down, girl, it ain't worth it. Yeah, it's just, it seems like... Like Which I, sucks. I hear this so much from girls who have kids. Like, that whole, I just want a family thing. It's you like still have one. Right. But it's like, they have this, it's something, I don't know. Because obviously, I've never been pregnant. But it's like, when you get pregnant, you have this idea of what you want your family to look like in your head. Mm. And I guess the hormones and everything don't really contribute, or they don't really help you with maybe being more realistic about your who, situation. But Who wants to have, like, a broken home? Like, who wants... <laughs> To not, who wants to have a baby and not have like a happy life with the other child's parents? Right. Nobody wants to get pregnant and think, man, here we go with some bullshit. I'm about to be arguing with this nigga for the rest of my life behind this baby and I'm be doing this shit by myself and it's going to be fucking miserable. No, nobody wants to think that about, you know, their baby and their relationship. They want to believe in the very best and they hold on to it for as long as they possibly can. But girl, at some point, you just have to look around and say, this shit yeah, is not like, working. And not, not working. only is this not a good environment for my daughter, I'm not happy, and this nigga's not happy. So We might as well. You might as well just cut go. ties and be like, fuck it. I can't tell you to go back and try again with counseling because, girl, it's been nine years. Yeah. Like, it's not like this is the first time he fucked up or something. He's consistently been a shithead to you. So you and your baby will be better off if you are not in a toxic environment. Absolutely. That's that. It is. And then we have one more question that's just for you. Are you ready? I guess. Oh, okay. Don't look so excited. <laughs> because when you say it like that, it sounds... <laughs> well, because it says, this question's for Kid Fury. It's from Nia, and it says, In one of your videos, someone asked you about DL men, and you said it was a topic that should be discussed. I'm not sure if you remembered, but my question to you is, how do you really feel about men on the down low? Girl, no, I can't. Because... What do you mean, no, I can't? <laughs> what I actually said in that video was that I will do a video about it later. And I know... I've How many years so ago was many, that? Shut up. <laughs> I've had so many people since then ask me when the fuck I'm going to do it. Because I'm sure that video was like in the fall of last year. Bitch, really? So, so you're clearly never going to get around to making so, it. So no, just I'm tell going us. to do it. Like I no, just, you're lying. <laughs> It's been almost a year. Just I can't, tell us. No, because I cannot articulate it the way that I really want to because it's very important to me that I say it exactly, cor like, exactly how I want to say it. What does like, that even mean? No, like, I want to, like, be very, very clear because it's, like, it's not what people think I'm going to say, I think. Okay. So I'm not going to talk about it yet. But girl, I will say that... You fucking pretty princess ass nigga. You shut your mouth, Wench. Like, who does this? Oh, I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm not going to, to talk about it right now. Perfectly articulate. I will say this much. I think that the whole DL man phenomenon is like... 
there's so much depth to it. It's, oh, yeah? There, it's a lot. <laughs> and there's so much. To, it has to do with masculinity and femininity and, like, social cues and all kinds. Of, it's it's deep. Yeah. That's why I say, and girl, like, we don't even have time. Like, we have other shit to do. <laughs> so I will talk about it. I promise. Okay. Well, so, so then we're going to take this as a promise that you're going to upload a video for us soon because we're fucking sick of your shit. And how you never fucking do videos anymore. We're fucking over you. Let me so, tell you something. No, no, miss. no. You don't tell me. No, I, ex- I tell no, you. No, I tell exactly you. Like this, no, because you think you slick. No, the fuck I don't. So we're going to take this as you saying that you're going to upload a video for us within the next five to seven days. And you're going to address this topic. Not on this next video. Yes. Because I have another video that I need to do in the next five to seven days. Well, we want to see a video about this within the next two weeks, Kifiri. You shut your mouth. What? No, you don't run me. I'm grown. Shit. You do what I say. Girl, poot. <laughs> Next. Let me just address one thing very quickly before we move on. Last week, Stevie J was on the show, and that was a goddamn clusterfuck if you listened. But I just want to say one thing. A few of you young misguided girls out there have made it a point to tell me that you felt like I was disrespectful to Stevie J and that I was... Wait, who the fuck said that? You act like I know who these unknowns are. (laughs) Anyway, a few of you had an issue with the way I interacted with Stevie J, and I just want to say this to you. I'm sorry that your self-esteem is low, but I'm not the one. And absolutely nobody, not a stranger on the street, not Stevie J, not Jay-Z, not my daddy, not nobody is going to come in my space and disrespect me without getting at the very least a bad attitude back. Under no circumstances is a man going to touch me without my consent and do lots of nonverbal things that obviously you guys couldn't see on the show, but like flicking his tongue at me and things of that nature and really just talking crazy to me. Like literally talking crazy to me and then you expect me to be quote unquote professional about it. Like, girl, no, I'm a grown ass lady and I kept it cute because I was at work. But he got every bit of the attitude that he deserved. And then some, you know, that he didn't like. I I really, really held back on that. So if you have a problem with it, feel free to suck my dick from the back <laughs> because, girl, Stevie J is a lot. And if you've never been around cokeheads, then maybe you just don't know. But. That's all I had to say about that entire situation. Just so y'all know how I feel about your comments. That was the dumbest thing to say. <laughs> like, what? Did you listen to it? Yeah. Like, did you listen to Because as soon as it started, he said he was going to poke my eye, eye out with, with his, his toothpick. toothpick. And y'all expected me to be... What are you even talking... And they were sitting right next to each other like, you know who you are, and I'm going to just say this to you. Please drink bleach. Like, bitch, I don't even have time for your shit no more. Like, y'all hoes just be trying to say something just to have something to say. Shut the fuck up. I'm so sick and tired of all this internet shenanigans and bullshit. Like, you done turned me the fuck up now. Oh, I'm Lord. tired of this bullshit. Did you listen to the goddamn podcast? This nigga was sitting right next to her being a complete misogynistic, homophobic asshole, and she was being unprofessional? It would have been unprofessional if she would have kicked him in his goddamn throat and even then he would have deserved it so shut the fuck up from me to you sweet bitch cancel valentine's day good night <laughs> Woo. well 
Hey guys, we know it's super hard to catch your favorite shows when they air on TV, but don't worry about it anymore. I know you've been stressed out, but we're here with a solution. Go to HuluPlus.com slash The Read for a free two-week trial of Hulu Plus and watch entire seasons of so many great shows. It is really one of the best services ever. We told you guys last week about them having all eight seasons of The Cosby Show, and I'm still devouring those. Head over right now and don't miss any of your favorite shows. Other than the Cosby Show, they also have all the seasons of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I just found out. I used to love that show. Girl, it is everything. Except for like the last season where her hair was brown and she wasn't dating Harvey anymore. I didn't even watch that But one. Salem and that, that talking cat. Salem is just the greatest thing He's ever. you in cat form. Wait, what? Like he's shady and mean and... He's wow. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to go to HuluPlus.com slash read. It's only $7.99 a month. But if you go over there now, you can get you a free extended trial. So that's H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S dot com slash the R-E-A-D. Go try it out. You're going to love it. Let's continue. All right. So, people, this brings us into our final segment of the show. <sighs> and that is our read portion. Yeah. So, go ahead. I see it's on your spirit. So, I mean, it's been weighing down for a while. Just go ahead. So, listen, guys, I know we're all really emotional about this Trayvon Martin thing, as we should be, but there's just a couple of things I want to address that some of you out there may not be aware of. Like, I want you to take this as the loving advice that I intended to be, even if I inadvertently cuss you out. (laughs) I want you to get the message. Quite a few of you have been saying ridiculous things in the wake of this horrible tragedy about crime and the way that it was the way that it um, kind of manifests itself in our own community. And what I mean by that is a lot of you are saying bullshit like, why don't y'all get this turns up? When black people shoot other black people. Oh, my God. Do you know how many people said this is how many black people just got shot in Chicago? And yeah. All like, OK. So listen, I'm not saying that black on black crime isn't a problem. But the problem with what you're saying is is, is layers to this shit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Number one, black on black crime is also known as crime. Yeah. Same as white on white crime, Asian on Asian crime. It's just fucking crime, girl. That's it. First of all. Secondly. You have a word. It, Come I, on. It's, it's in me. Go. And it's pouring forth. Come on. And I just want you to receive it. What I really want you to get from this is that the main issue with what you're saying is that at no point in history have the police had any goddamn problem arresting black people for breaking the law. Never. Never. The police have never been like, I don't know what to do. I mean... He kind of killed this family, but I mean, he's black. Like, no, it's not. That is not how it goes. The police will arrest us when we ain't did shit at all. Much less when we done broke the damn law, girl. There's never, ever, 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 ever been a problem putting niggas in jail. I never. didn't cut you off, but just the other day I read about this guy, black guy here in New York who got arrested and spent 12 hours in jail and missed a day of work because he fell asleep with his feet up on the chair on the subway. There you go. So this whole, why don't y'all get the, maybe I don't get as emotional about black on black crime because number one, it's just crime and crime is bad. But if I got that turned up for every criminal activity, I would never sleep. And secondly, because the police are already overzealous in their prosecution of black people, just like here in New York City, fuck ass Mayor Bloomberg with this stop and frisk bullshit. 
by far, and he feels like it should be more turned up. He feels like they're not, the city police officers are not stopping and frisking more black and Latino identified people, even though they are far more likely to be targeted than white people. And white people are far more likely to be breaking the damn law. Girl, anyway, I don't know who taught you to hate yourself, but I just want you people. (laughs) Yeah. I want you people who have subscribed to (laughs) respectability politics to let that bullshit go. And I'm being gentle with you right now because I used to be one of you. And I want you to receive this message in the tone that it's intended. (laughs) Respectability politics is the idea that acting a certain way, the way that the majority or that the mainstream would like for you to act will make you better than other black people or it will keep you safe from crime. A lot of self-hating ass niggas got on TV and said things like, well, if Trayvon hadn't been wearing that hoodie, then this wouldn't have happened. Or if Trayvon had just identified himself, then it wouldn't have been this way. Or he wore grills on the Internet and he smoked weed and he this, this, this. Girl, don't you know by now that if a racist motherfucker with a gun wants to shoot you, that'll be what the fuck he does. And it doesn't matter what the fuck you have on. It doesn't matter what your hair looks like, what you're wearing, your education, whether you have fake gold in your teeth whether you're sagging none of it if somebody wants to discriminate against you because you're black that's going to be what the fuck they do they don't care if you have six degrees from harvard and you drive a mercedes any other bullshit kanye tried to tell y'all's asses it doesn't matter who you are if somebody hates you because of your race then that's going to be the reason that they hate you what you do the way you act is not going to change that so stacy dash (laughs) I just felt I had to sneeze. (laughs) So let go of the idea that, man, they making our race look bad or, golly, I wish such and such wouldn't embarrass me by doing that. I understand that this is a hard concept to let go, but we're not going to fight and beat racism by turning on one another. It's not something that we can do alone. This is a white power structure built by white people, maintained by white people. So white people have to be the ones to take it down. But we're not going to help the cause by turning against each other. Open up your hearts and your minds just a little bit. And maybe if you've ever been a victim of racism, think to yourself, you know what? Lots of racist shit has happened to me. And I feel like I'm a good black person. I do what I'm supposed to do and I went to a good school and I've got a good job and I live in a nice neighborhood and all this is. And yet and still, you can still think of at least one time when somebody said or did something fucked up to you because of your race. Just reflect on that. It doesn't matter if Trayvon had fronts. It doesn't matter if Trayvon smoked some weed. I don't know a single person who hasn't. It doesn't matter if Trayvon had good grades or bad grades. None of it because George Zimmerman didn't know shit about that boy other than he was black. That's what I want y'all to get. That's what I want y'all to take away from this is there's no point in tearing one another down at this point. We are hurting. This is a sad fucking time for us. But let's come together. Let's build together. Let's grieve together. Let's work together. That's all I'm saying. That was powerful. Oh, okay. Thank you. I kind of feel like Eon looks at more real. (laughs) And you know, Eon will be full of shit sometimes. You're not going to do my, my, my sweet aunt's Yanla like this. Your sweet aunt. I kind of, I like quietly live for her because she's always says really Yeah, keep things. it, do it quietly. Do it shh, like shh. Shut up. She's funny. Anyway, bitch, do you ever read this week? No. What? So you're going to pass the read? So what we're going to do. Oh, shit. Is pass the read. Pass!
we used to. And so, first of all, shout out to our lovely sis, Takia Robinson, who provided the sound. Shout out to Kia, who sounds a flawless, just, just beautiful, like just Beyonce releasing doves into heaven. Just, ugh. It's just perfect. She just sings down. She's going to be on the show eventually. She is. Um, so we told you about this new feature we have called Pass the Read, and that's basically in the moments where we might not have anything that we want to read or anything we have to talk about. You, the listeners at home, can provide reads that we will read on air similar to the way that we do with our listener letters. And I'm just really emotionally drained <laughs> to not have <laughs> yeah, it's been a hard week, so. anything to even give. So I'm going to read, actually I'm going to read two because okay. they're just, I love both of them. So this one comes to you from Dan. Okay, Dan. Dan said, my read is to the aunties and grandmas who constantly excuse wild-ass behavior from their kids. Excuse you? <laughs> Listen. My uncles especially and my cousins, etc. He's talking about his family. Oh, okay. He says, I think every family has this experience, but my grandmother will sit there and go on and on about how great one of my cousins is while everyone in the goddamn room knows very well that this motherfucker just skipped out on bail for the fourth fucking time and his brother is out here selling bussy for smack. But when anyone ever mentions that, when anyone ever mentions that, they, being the aunties and the grandmas, have to be like, it's not his fault. He was just holding it for a friend. Everyone gets into some sort of trouble. He's just finding himself. Bitch, if he's almost 32 goddamn years old and he should have found it, signed, sealed, and delivered that fucking shit long ago. You cannot do this just because he's just a baby when he already has four freaking babies of his own. Okay? Just know. Stop excusing their behavior. So that was Dan's read. Well, I'm just going to say. And I just want to say really quickly, Dan, I love that you wrote this. It was perfect the way that I read it. I just felt your spirit. Like we connected. Not that I had this issue, but like I just I just knew how to read it. I take this a little personally because I let my nephew do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, but your nephew is how old? One. Right. He's talking about somebody who's 32. Yeah, but I'm going to continue to let him do whatever he wants to do. And if you have a problem with him, I'm going to cut you out. So. so I don't care. I stand for him. Anyway, what's your other read? <laughs> I feel you, Dan. Something's got to give. It can't be just excusing all this bullshit. Whatever. Haters. So my next read comes from Cassie. It says, okay, well, my read is for people informing us about the brand they're wearing and thinking that it's going to improve the way that certain item looks when it obviously won't. Oh, wow. I was recently on Instagram when this boy posted a picture of him and his friend, a girl, and she had on these nasty Chinese woodblock swim (laughs) flipper looking ass sandals. Whoa, that's a lot. (laughs) which Which people laughed at. And she went on to tell us they were from Juicy Couture and to be mad we can't afford them. Girl, Juicy Couture. I mad you threw that out like it was some shit. Niggas would be I'm impressed not done. She said that like it was Versace. I'm not, I'm not done. Cassie said, like, no, girl, cancel Thanksgiving. A name brand will never change how ugly something is. You put your wood, you put all your wood block sandals that were four sizes too big and thought you were going to be killing shit and it didn't happen. I swear Gucci could go and put out used enemas and these hoes. <gasps> be out here proudly wearing them lord be a rain of common sense love your dedicated 15 year old reader cassie cassie now cassie you watch your mouth (laughs) cassie girl now now you know you're supposed to get parent permission before you listen to a show like this but girl that was everything 
That was so that's good. That's a surprising amount of insight for a 15-year-old. Isn't it? I was really impressed because yeah. that's a very, that's an amazing thing to say. It is very true. Okay, bitch, I don't care if you got this shit from Givenchy. I don't care if Jeremy Scott made a girl. I don't care if it's Alexander Wang. If it's ugly, bitch, it's ugly. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, it's ugly. I don't care how much it costs or where the fuck you got it. Especially not no goddamn Juicy Couture, which you can get at Macy's Juicy for couture. $15. Juicy Couture, which every hood wet suburban white like Tahoe driving mother wears them tacky ass sweatpants. Don't do that. These, ho- these bird ass black bitches be wearing that shit too. Everybody. Juicy towards the new baby fat. Um, damn. It is. And it's no shade. It's the truth. No, that's shade. It had kind of Yeah. It, no, it wasn't. But kinda. does baby fat even exist still? I don't know. I don't think it does. The but point even is if that it does. Juicy Couture is like flea market bird ass clothing. It's the, like I'm sorry, it just is at this point. Cassie's correct. A label won't make your clothes any cuter. It's like Fendi. Oh, like it was like cute and popping at one point, and then the hood that just goes to it. show you how much I know about fashion. Because in my head, Fendi was still like a, a designer brand. It is, but when I see these girls on the train. With their double F Fendi bags. I'm just like... I don't even know. Or like Coach. I am such... I'm I'm just the wrong kind of girl because I have no idea what a Fendi bag even looks like. Like, I'm I'm tragic and hopeless. Okay, well, thanks so much, So go off, Cassie. That was fantastic. And that was me passing along your reads. If you have a read that you want to submit for the show that we might possibly pass along just email us at pass the read at gmail.com yeah we had to set up another email account because y'all we got like 200 of those yeah so. y'all had a lot to say <laughs> so send your pass the reads to pass the read at gmail.com send your ask the reads to ask <laughs> the read yeah now it's an ask the read to ask the read at gmail.com <laughs> don't forget to follow us this is the read.com twitter.com slash this is the read facebook.com slash this is the read shout out to zoe my favorite three-year-old in georgia and yeah, she's just no Zoe's sickening, and she told me she was going to bust my kneecaps with her baseball bat if I didn't give her a shout out. So why are people just threatening? I know, but she's only three, so I do what Zoe tells me to do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you have anything else to say, Kim Fury? I just have to say, don't forget to check out our lovely sponsors, Hulu Plus, HuluPlus.com/slash/three. Go on over there and find your show that you like. If you're a nerd like me, you're probably watching Dragon Ball Z. Oh my God! Really? Anime? I want them to put "Living Single" and um, what was the and Sailor Moon on there? Oh, Sailor Moon! Don't know what that is, but I do love "Living Single." So, excuse me. Oh, honey, save your fake outrage because I don't care. Thanks so much, you guys, for all the support of the show. What do you have something to say, bitch? What, bitch? I don't know what it is, and I don't care. You don't know what Sailor Moon? I don't give is? a shit about your geek ass program that you' about to yell at me about, girl. I don't care. Save it. Have you? lost your nigger mind i don't care about whatever it is you're talking about i'm sure it's some well random- if i didn't have a read for next week i damn sure have one now bitch, I because i don't know you. how the fuck I you don't know who you. sailor moon is bitch are you are you shitting me you know, right don't now read me behind your nerd ass television sailor program. moon bitch what are you is, kidding what is it sounds that's like you don't know who jam is that's worse than not knowing who jam is no jim is an american classic sailor moon sailor moon never came on my imported. tv did it come on tv classic yes Really? For years. It came on regular TV? Yes, bitch. What are you talking about? Well, my parents didn't let me watch a lot of stuff. Maybe it was bad. Is it like risque or something? 
No. no. Really? Well, whatever, girl. I don't care. Never heard of it. Don't care about it. Oh, I'm pissed. HuluPlus.com slash three for that two-week trial, guys. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.